0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: We took it all. We brought them to our land. An endless night. Ember, hot and icy cold. The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see.
0: We could not, but she did. And in the end what will i become Senwa saga hellblade 2 play it now with game pass music music horror, horror. horror.
2: Subculture. subculture and, and overall, overall
0: Welcome, welcome, welcome to Kettle, to
2: Kettle Whistle, Whistle Radio. Radio, with your hosts, host, Dave, Dave and, and Sean. Sean.
1: Well, that's life, honey. Get used to it. Hello.
3: When I wake up, I know I wanna be, I wanna be the man who wakes up next to you. Do, do, do. Hey, <laughs> that's
4: better than uh, Ice Cubes in the Rain by White Snake. No one can have a drink when there's ice cubes in the rain. Well, we're more than testing the equipment right now. This is a uh, comeback episode, possibly. But the studio is now haunted because uh, there's a Heather Taddy in the house, and I've heard things. Uh, Hello, folks, and welcome back, and I'm back, and Sean's back. I am Um, back. And he's in black. Isn't that amazing? (laughs) (laughs) Can you uh, shut the studio
3: door there right here? I can hear the ghost whisperer outside. Yeah. Let's, hey, actually, let's scrap that and start over. I don't want to. Uh, Too late. Scrap it. Why? What's happening? Huh? Because I'm loud. We didn't adjust levels. Oh, okay. We have to (laughs) adjust levels. So, you know what? Be more quiet. (laughs) Where's your mic? There's your mic. Yeah.
4: Okay. Um, Actually. I'm just
3: hot. I'm hot in my ears.
4: I think it is you because the levels look really, really good. Uh Uh-huh. See? Now. This is a little behind the scenes, folks. Um, You're getting. (laughs) <laughs> well, what I give. Uh, yeah, so uh, welcome back to Kettle Whistle Radio, where we are loud and um, back in black. We're both in black. I got my Frail t-shirt on uh, right now for our friends in Frail. Um, now that I uh, lost 40 pounds being in the hospital, I could fit in it. Um, I, I am my seventh grade weight again. And Sean, you're just in black right now. Yeah, I'm in my black boxer shoes. Shorts and boots. Well, welcome back and welcome <laughs> back, folks. Yeah, you're, you're 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 wearing your sexy boots. Um, sure. What, yeah. Well, what we call uh, "come fuck me" boots. Um, that's a term by females. Uh, no, I didn't make that term up. Uh, yes. So you could attract females apparently wearing those boots in any you pub. You know, well, I've been told, and girls do that I, I specifically think.
3: that I could attract females in these boots.
4: Yeah, just you. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so all right, I've been away for a while, and uh, since February, <laughs> you care to explain that? I'm going to explain <laughs> it. Yeah, um, and uh, well, okay, let's we'll just say a, a while back. Okay, going back to February, where I did my last show uh, with Anastasia, which is actually a great show. It's episode 176, uh, 276. Where I'm throwing away a whole century of <laughs> worth of episodes, um, but yeah. So I got sick in February, something that runs in my family, and then it got combined with my weakened pancreas. Um, And I ended up in the hospital from February through the beginning, through May, uh, off and on, but I was there for a solid two and a half months, almost three. Um, Long story short, I ended up with what's called necrotic, that's such a cool word, necrotic cells in my stomach that perforated and created two ulcers. Uh, resulting in sepsis uh that happened within almost a couple of hours the the sepsis I, i it happened so quickly it was scary and um let's see i was basically working that day hospital shift um and i got out i went to actually went to a doctor's appointment and all my vitals were great my vitals have been fine since february sean i'm just telling you i yeah there's no signs of anything uh we can't i came home we walked the dogs d and i and uh came home sat down did the bills all of a sudden i had this heartburn that wasn't going away and she got scared i got scared it was getting more painful really literally like fire in the belly in my throat and stomach uh we went to the er and sure enough they admitted me and it was this, I, it, my duodenum it had collected these cells that just died and were dead and dispersed into my stomach, resulting in uh, pepsic ulcers, uh, and I had to have surgery uh, to repair it. And uh, that's where we're at right now. I'm I am recovered, I was 215 with muscle, I was actually in the best shape of my life going into the hospital, which helped me. I have you to thank for that, for getting me such position with, from, through your brother. Um, I was in really good shape. I lost my muscle, a a lot of tissue. I went from 215 with muscle down to 160. Jeez. Yeah. And uh, these hospitals, I'll just say I was in one. And they transferred me in the middle of the night by ambulance on a Friday night to the better hospital. I'm not going to badmouth anybody. But I met a lot of good people. Um, Hi, Logan. Hello, Jess. uh, My physical therapist. Rob, physical therapist. And um, Dr. Murdoch, who saved my life. I'm not going to mouth some of the bad ones. Uh, there were just a handful of maybe two out of a hundred that I just didn't like. But they saved my life. And, um, you know, uh, three uh, blood transfusions later and two surgeries, I'm here. And this is the first time I have my voice back almost solidly because it was just weakened by the whole thing. Um, I attribute it to um making fun of your sleep paralysis sean uh, for a for a little for a couple of episodes i didn't take you seriously and it was actually to back myself up because i didn't really trust everybody that i talked to when they tell me stories about that because i've had some people mm-hmm. lie and give me lashbacks, or if they're just kidding around then tell me after the episode
1: we took it all we brought them to our land an endless night amber hot and icy cold The rage of the earth. We made this curse. Carved it in the blood on our backs. We did not see. We could not, but she did. And
0: in the end... What will I become? Senwa Saga. Hellblade 2.
4: Play it now with Game Pass. You, it's a serious situation that I didn't take too serious. And I'm thinking that whatever was haunting you came after me. (laughs) And in a black mass form. And, um... And that's where we are right now. So I got mine. <laughs> um, so, <laughs> Sean, what's what's new with you?
3: <laughs> oh, nothing compared to that. Oh, come I on I mean, now. just normal life, I guess. Mm. Uh,
4: well, anything good? I know you've seen a few shows without me, or possibly.
3: Yeah, I went uh, I went to see uh, Skinny Puppy's final tour. Oh, wow. They played with Lead Into Gold, but Skinny Puppy had to cancel because... Um, Ogre got sick. Like, oh, shit, you did like, tell me that. Like, terribly sick. Yeah. And um, his legit- his legitimately. Action figure,
4: I don't need to interrupt, but his action figure is actually behind you. He has an action figure. Oh, I see that. Yeah, he was, yeah. He was in Scream Park any on
3: ago and played the villain. But go ahead, go ahead, Ogre. So, uh, um, my brother Jeremy went and uh, Heather went. And, um, you know, there were a bunch of other people there that I knew, but Let Into Gold played. And after their set was over, some members of the, uh, the band came out and, you know, more or less told the story that, you know, Ogre wasn't going to be able to perform, he wasn't feeling well. And, um, you know, there were a lot of people that just didn't, you know, my brother, for instance, thought, oh, they're just joking. This, this, this is just some sort of stick, you know, or shtick. And, uh, but they, they actually, yeah, they, they didn't play. Um, I, uh, I'm a member of Kevin Key's Patreon. And uh, I think they're definitely trying to rebook the show with their next leg of the final tour. Uh, The challenge, as I understand it, is that uh, Live Nation books their tours like two years in advance. And um, because of that and because of all the other bands that are trying to book their tours or have their tours come off... um, You know, that's that's the challenging part of it, along with the fact that they share a drummer with My Life with a Thrill Kill Call. Oh, that's right. Going to be on tour with them through the fall. And uh, so they have to wait for that second leg of their tour to be in like the wintertime or some sometime thereafter. Uh, And then I saw Sunny Day Real Estate. Um, This is all in April. I'm so jealous. My birthday, uh, my birthday month. And um, I'd seen them before uh, down in Washington, D.C., what's his name is in that band from uh foo fighters right isn't that um is that one of the guitar- w- well originally uh when foo fighters first started up um william goldsmith the drummer and nate Mendel, ah. the bass player uh when sunny day real estate broke up they went and uh they played with the foo fighters uh after dave Grohl had completed that first album and, uh, only Nate Mendel stayed with them, uh, since that, uh, since that, um, uh, that first album and tour, um, William Goldsmith didn't stay with them. Um, Nate Mandel's still the bass player. Uh, there's, there's, there's a story there, something to do about William Goldsmith was mad or something about maybe Dave Grohl re-recording his drum parts Ooh. or something like that. Yeah. And, um i don't know i don't know what the story like really is so i don't, want, they I don't were want to good. comment on it too much oh yeah they're amazing they i mean be. sunny day real estate i've seen a lot of live shows and honestly i can say 100 percent they are the best live performing band i've ever seen in my life
4: damn wow yeah. really oh yeah I'm about to see one of mine, uh, which is Pantera, but it's the uh, the remix band. I, I got Zach Wild instead of Dimebag, but I'm I'm, I'm all right with that. Uh, you got Charlie Benante on drums. You yeah, know. I'm gonna miss the brothers, but I get to hear that music live again with Phil and Rex. Will you know be pumping out that bass? So I'm I'm in, I'm gonna go to that. Are you getting tic- a ticket for that one?
3: I'm considering it. Yeah, I think you should. We're just gonna. I, yeah. I can't do away. I've, I've seen able, Pantera be... a couple times. Oh, many. I can't even tell you many know, times. I've time. seen Anthrax. I've seen Black Label Society, and oh, yeah, um, many times. You know, and of course they were friends with uh, the, the the guys in Pantera and Dimebag. Oh yeah, and Vinny. Yep. So it's um, in good.
4: The guitars are in good hands. Um,
3: yeah, for me it's it's like uh, the same. It's like the same thing that Static X did. Um, oh yeah you know they they're they're honoring the memory of uh what it was and um, you know carrying forward with what it can still be so
4: excellent well yeah i look forward to it i mean oh i should add during this sickness too i did almost uh i almost bit it twice um it, and and that kind of gives you a new point of view on things and i you know i'm still not really completely recovered so there's no mosh pit action for me it's it's just going to be me and d up on the hill and um I don't know where you'll be, but I can't go too close. I can't get too close to people. So it's just like if I get hit, I could be that's a major setback.
3: Yeah, if I go, I'll go with you guys, and I'll just stay back on the. <laughs> I'd rather be back there because you know it hit 45. Now I'm kind of old.
4: Oh come on now! <laughs> I don't
3: want to. I don't want to get in the pit. Uh, we've been or in anything a few. Like that. I, I've gotten yeah. in a few in my uh, late 40s into
4: my 50s here. So um. Yeah, the last
3: one I was in was uh, Ministry, uh, uh, for the for when they came with Corrosion of Conformity uh, and the Melvins. Them. And uh, my friend, my best friend growing up, who's still my best friend, uh, he's like a brother to me. He uh, he uh, he actually got thrown out. For, uh, thrown being, out of being oh, for apparently being too rowdy in the pit. Oh my god! Which is stupid because he wasn't. <laughs>
4: Oh, my God. But
3: they just picked on him and threw him out. What was it,
4: like some woke 18-year-old? You're going to hurt somebody. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, come on. That happened to me, and it didn't really happen because I didn't listen. I was at, um, oh, God, it was a lot of No, no, I'm sorry. It was uh, an Ozfest. And uh, during Coal Chamber, um, we were actually still kind of hanging. It was Coal Chamber and Seven Dust in the beginning, revving things up. Um, And I believe Static X... No, no, this is earlier than that. So Tool came on, and it was dur- it was dur- it was during Tool, um, and I was starting a pit in the aisle way. You couldn't not do it because it was clustered with people. Everybody's getting into it. We built it. It started happening, and a kid half my age pointed at me with you know he's wearing the staff uniform, over the fence, and he's like, "You're gonna hurt somebody. You better stop that right now." With that, they threw me out. The pit went insane. <laughs> yeah, and i couldn't be in it i had to go back i had a seat not far so i could go sit in my seat yeah and eventually go back in during another band when that kid was eating his nachos or whatever but yeah it, it, i did get thrown out of that one that sucked but it was a young kid that did it so I, i'm wondering about this woke nation now because that was ye- an eon ago now is it going to be worse like your friend getting thrown out of ministry how do you get thrown out of a ministry show <laughs> jesus christ the things <laughs> that people used to do with those shows i've, I've heard stories i've not going to get into it. But with that, um, you know, we're going to play an old favorite right now, a uh, favorite band of ours, When Rivers Meet. They apparently are now on their forthcoming album, Aces High, uh, from Peter Noble Productions, who promotes this and sends it to me. This is their third year in a row that, um, that they are the number one UK blues band of the year. That's a big deal. Uh, so across the pond there, they're doing amazing. If only they would break here, but maybe they will. But uh, when rivers meet, this is on the forthcoming album. Mace's High." We're gonna play "Perfect Strangers," and I'll get right back here with Sean talking stuff. All right, good to be back. Hope you guys are happy. All right, be right back. to kettle whistle radio so we're back that was when rivers meet and you could listen to them on our show I interviewed both Grace and Aaron a while back I don't think I was there for that one you weren't there for that one I had a stand in Kevin the man on the street stepped in for that one and did a pretty good job Uh, he was nervous Um, (laughs) yeah it was kind of funny Uh, speaking of nervous I'm uh, well okay well before we talk about the new Godzilla movie from Toho Productions, which I'm excited about because you showed me a trailer, uh, I want to talk about, while I was in the hospital, there's a lot to talk about there, and I am writing uh, a, a short story that'll be in Dead Memories, which is coming out probably by the end of the year. Uh, it'll be my next book of short stories that my publisher wanted me to put another short stories book out. They seem to do better than uh, pr- uh, than novels at this point. How
3: many? How many short stories will you have in it? I've got you nine think?
4: now, and they range from five pages to fifty.
3: Yeah. So it's but I uh,
4: what this is? I'm doing this with a, a photographer. Her name is Tanya Mendez, and she she takes these awesome photos, and then I make a story about it. Mm-hmm. But I'm putting two true stories in there, maybe three, um, and one of them is my hospital stay. And you asked about my my roommate, one of my roomies in the hospital.
3: Yeah. Uh, you know, uh, he laughed. Um, his name was Galen. This could only happen to you by the way. I think.
4: You're probably the 12th <laughs> person to say that to me. Uh, at one okay, so one night they were moving me from one hospital room to where my surgeon's floor floor was. I went from floor two to floor eight or something. Ah. Floor, yeah, floor eight. Anyway, so they move me in. It's five in the morning, and to make a long story short, I'm in a you know hospital bed. They have to transfer me into this room. We get into the room. The lights are out except for like the TV light was lighting it. It was 85 degrees in the room, and I hear rap music and I hear lightsabers, and I am on drugs at this point. I'm on quite a few medications, morphine diluted, you name it. So I'm like, what am I hearing? What am I not? And they they get me into the new bed, and I'm like, it's 85 degrees in here. I could see the temperature, I could feel it. I'm I'm melting. A nurse nurse, she leans over and says to me, she's like, we're gonna we're gonna get you out of here because it's it's too hot. This isn't conducive. Apparently, my roommate had been through a few roommates. <laughs> Again, lightsabers and different versions, thirteen different versions. Did students. you think
3: you were going crazy?
4: Uh, a little bit. But something also made me feel a little bit at home. The sound of a lightsaber and 80s breakdance and rap music. Okay, time goes on, and it's probably about 5.30 at this point, and I'm waiting for them to move me out. And uh, then Egypt, Egypt came on, an old breakdance song. Uh, well, it kind of was. It was a rap song in the 80s. And behind the curtain, my roommate's back there, and I just said, I'm sure, because I saw him at one point, and he, a younger black guy um, who was marching around the room because he was exercising. And I, I just said to him, you were probably not even alive when that song came out. I know that song. And he, he laughs from behind the curtain and comes walking out with a boot on. He's not supposed to be on it. Uh, and he introduces himself while holding a lightsaber, a, a homemade lightsaber. He made 13 of them for 13 different characters. This one, I believe he had Darth Maul's at this time or Kylo Ren's with the authentic sound of those lightsabers that he built. And they allowed him to have like three at a time in the hospital, and he kept changing them up. But yeah, Galen Starkiller was how he introduced himself. Well built, uh, young black guy in his uh, mid 40s, very friendly, nice guy. Loved his music. And he's like, you got to see this video, and he's showing me the video to like somebody that looks like Rick Rubin breakdancing doing head spins to Egypt Egypt and I'm like I don't know what that is but uh, I was just like the lightsaber what are you doing he's like I'm he's like I'm testing sounds for my new lightsabers right now on my phone and he's he's doing that at the same time while listening to music and I'm just like what is happening you know what, what is going on right now like this is a welcome get ga- um roommate for me mm-hmm. but who walks into that situation he, he's a Star Wars fanatic His name is not Galen Starkiller. But you can look him up. He has his own website, and he definitely is a cosplayer. His mom is, who also came to visit dressed as a Jedi. His girlfriend came in as a female Darth Maul. This is all in the course of my stay there, because they did come and move me into another room. Galen would come and visit me in a wheelchair, and he would get in trouble for wheeling around in his wheelchair really quick around the staff and doing wheelies and stuff. And... And then he comes see me and bring his VR helmet and we I, I play some virtual reality games. He gave me a lightsaber to use, technically, to battle Darth Vader in one of these VR games. That was amazing, amazing. But I, I I had a migraine, so it didn't go over too well at the time. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I stayed in touch with this guy. Uh, Galen was a great little uh, a great roommate to have. And then after that, I didn't have any other roommates. They kept me separate because it was when the four to sixteen different doctors would come in with their students. Um, it was a teaching teaching hospital, so I'd have a uh, I don't know an audience. And you're all, a specimen. Yeah, to my shark attack stomach, where it's all healed now, but like it looked like it still looks like I, I got attacked by a shark. Um, I've been told that's why I should tell people, but I don't have to be told to tell people <laughs> that anyway so that being said he
3: grabbed me and thrashed me and ripped me around and (laughs) and i hit him in the head and he let me go and And this was all in the
4: hospital uh yeah so that happened um but yeah there's your galen star killer story i'm sure i have more that'll come to me and some more will be in the actual dead memories but
3: those lightsabers were like real like like you could like fight with him, like, for real.
4: Yeah, he wanted to fight. He would come into the room. He's like, let's go. I'm like, all right. I'm in my hospital bed. He's in a wheelchair. And we're, like, you know, zapping and bashing each other. And he had these sound effects where you dodge lasers too it was Mm -hmm. was crazy a a surgeon walked in at one point said oh man i want one of those (laughs) but they're like battle like 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 legitimate like yep professional kind of two thousand dollars a piece if you put together wow the parts that he used uh very disney um oriented but not these are better than what you'd buy in disney they're amazing um speaking of movies uh you brought like i said uh, the godzilla movie minus one
3: yeah there's a new uh toho japanese uh godzilla it's called minus one um i don't think they're following the shin godzilla which was amazing i wish they would follow that uh storyline um uh you've seen it i let yeah, you borrow yeah i want to see it again um, can't find it now so i have to get it back from you yeah i'll let you borrow it again cool um but uh it looks like a reset it looks like uh you know let's go back to ground zero let's reimagine you know this from the original story you know i'm sure they'll put a new spin on it but uh there's a teaser trailer out and it looks really good oh man i love the footage and he's just mashing people um it looks like they're getting more graphic and he definitely looks mean yeah, yeah. I was
4: afraid of him. Yeah. When he opened his mouth, he was going down to like
3: need a bunch of. It people looked or... like he had the Shin Godzilla like eyeball, sort of. Oh, uh, it was creepy. Yeah. Was but, creepy. uh, yeah. Anyway, there. The, I mean, it wasn't very long. It was like a 35 second long teaser. So, yeah. I, apparently, it comes out December 1st. It's going to be in the theater. So, if it's in the theaters here, we're definitely going to go see it.
4: Yeah. I 100% want to so. see that in the theater. 100%. I'm looking forward to that. You guys can go look it up on YouTube right now. Um, as far as horror movies, I did see a good one called Unwelcome, which is on Shudder. Everybody probably knows about that one. Um, an Irish film by director John White, W-I-G-H-T. Irish film starring Hannah John Dash Kamen and Douglas Booth. And Calm Meaning, uh, Calm Meaning uh, from Star Trek fame. I think you say Com, C-O-L-M. Um, he was, he, he, uh, he's from, Calm Meaning actually, from Star Trek way back when, Deep Space Nine. Uh he
3: was in and he played a great character. Um uh, Colm. 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 Yeah, thank you. I think is how you say it. I don't know. That's all right. Hey. I, you, I know who he is because I think he was on Hell on Wheels. Yeah, I believe and, you, yeah. Uh, yeah, he was I great. love that show. I well yeah, it's um basically this plays the
4: unwelcome plays on the Irish lore of fairies. And these hmm. are not your Tinkerbell um, Disney fair. Uh these are definitely fairies to them are completely different. And these are like evil little elves with nasty faces and teeth. And they come with an agenda when you move into a house with their little, they have a little garden in the background with a nice door where they live and this couple who's escaping the city, think they moved into a nice place, but then they find they have to make sacrifices. <laughs> eh, it's really good. It was gory. Um, good scares, creep me out. Um, good potential all the way through. I'd say stick with the unwelcome. or just unwelcome. Really good. Um, while I was sick and home, you're going to laugh at me. I got back into D and D I'm a dungeon master again, <laughs> um, with a group, uh, D is in it, uh, her sister and brother-in-law. One of my friends from college keeps threatening to come over. You're always welcome. And of course I make it a very creepy twist on that. So yeah, I'm back into D and D cause it's a table game that I can actually stand. <laughs> um, <laughs> there's only so much connect form battleship i can play um
3: you know for all the the fantasy um and horror and uh, all the things like that that i like and of course you know stranger things um i've never actually i've played other um games like dungeons and dragons but i've never actually played dungeon so i would love to do that
4: oh man yeah I, oh, i'll have you over for a module then yeah because uh i write them myself but i i base them on
3: the actual modules that are there,
4: but then I in between I'll make my own mm-hmm. and when I make my own They're usually better than the ones that are star-bought because uh, you can make all kinds of twists But yeah D&D and I blame Eddie Munson for that stranger things <laughs> the resurgence of D&D uh, It's huge. We have a huge shop that opened up. It was just Warhammer now. It's like D&D up the wazoo mm-hmm. uh, But it's an expensive hobby um, very expensive the minifigures figures now if you're into the painting and all that they're like you know seven bucks a piece sometimes 799 you get two of them um, the sets if you're I like painting my own sets and all that if you're into the, the diorama portion of it you're gonna drop
3: a dime like Eddie Munson did somehow <laughs> in the 80s <laughs> well that reminds me you definitely had another hobby while you were covering you got you get your little figurines from Japan I think right oh the, yeah the, that you uh put yeah. together and paint and
4: you're surrounded by them yeah yeah yeah, yeah you're surrounded by the gundams i build the uh, mobile uh suits uh the japanese versions with japanese directions try that um yeah i can't read japanese so i just wing it and you're looking <laughs> at it uh, yeah yeah but some of them they're around and some of these boxes are filled with them uh i because the, i change them up and they're easy to break, so you got to be very careful. The, the The bigger ones are not so easy to break, uh, but yeah. So lots of yeah, a lot of painting, a lot of model building, and uh, trying to keep my sanity and my uh, I don't know my interests interests in peak because uh, reading. I couldn't even read when I was sick. Couldn't focus on the written word. Yeah, that came back around May. I could focus a little bit, but June I started reading again. And we're going to talk about some books, actually, um, in our next episode with Heather Taddy, one of which you gave me that she read as well.
3: Mm-hmm.
4: And you're going to get, you're going to want to take it back soon. Cause
3: yeah, because I have yet to read it. Wait. I let her borrow it. You'll know the cases. Borrowed it I just want
4: to tease that because <laughs> you're, you're going to know the cases and you're going to have some input on that. Yeah. Um, but right now, speaking of expensive hobbies, I want to play a song by NSK, Norwegian Soft Kitten. Okay, Norwegian Soft Kitten, we've played before. And they're a very, very, very interesting band. Um, They are Okay, this is how they're written up. Uh, You can get them on Bandcamp if you like this, kids. Um, Aimless, two-piece rock and roll outfit. Glenn pitches ideas and Alan sighs disapprovingly. Oh, they're like us. (laughs) Um, Also vice versa. Sometimes we warm your body and sometimes we melt just the face part of your body. Thank you for providing your body, they say. And this is off their album. Oh, boy. On Loan to the Universe, I believe it's called. Yeah. And uh, so we're going to play Expensive Hobby. Um, actually, no. This one is Sunshine on Lava. On Loan from the Universe is their album prior to that. So there you go. You got both of them on Bandcamp right now. Uh, so check out Expensive uh, Expensive Hobby. And we'll get right back to you. And thanks for listening to Kettle Whistle Radio.
1: Sing a song of the seamstress for your debut pants Or you will split them Shake it shake it shake it but annoyance For the sake of some peace and
0: quiet Now hear the silence
1: Take it take it take it traveling sails and To the edge of that cliff
2: Who pushes who?
1: Mockin' Wait for the arrival of the carnage And the politics. Emancipation of that Hardest stash of disposable income It's a disease, a curse, a habit I cannot refrain from Control is too far gone It's a one expensive hobby up. hear a a chorus of tyrants on the edge of their thrones go like your manners slam a slam a slam door in the chapel the ministers they say great thoughts
0: they're not about you
1: think a think a think about a pneumonia to avoid that On the credit jazz rehearsal.
0: Who's parading? Who's placating? Someone bring this back to my
1: Pathetic waste of sailboats sits there rotting in the harbor. The weekly trips to your exceptional Parisian farmer. It can be checkers crosswords, so are sowing burning muscular. Another month of this, and I'll be forced to run a new collecting late fees on my credit card for recreation. Cut off from logic, it's a self-inflicted separation. Another week of this, and I'm not likely to recover. You introduced me to one expense.
4: Well, I hope that you liked NSK Norwegian soft Kitten like we do.
2: <laughs>
4: I enjoy that. Um, I did watch a movie that I'm not going to necessarily recommend, but even in teasing it, it's like that cat. that's you know, too furious. It's also like the, the kid that, you know, is not supposed to eat the cookie from the cookie jar. Or you're watching something that you think you shouldn't be watching. And it's called Calvare, um, also known as The Ordeal from 2004 it's a french made film and you think i'd watch it in french after three to five years of french Mm -hmm. but i still i still sound like i'm speaking pig latin when i and and heather Taddy also she has a huge book on french we try to go back and forth and it's always je ne sais pas um (laughs) that's our answer for everything but yeah french made by director fabrice du wells um let's see here mark is a traveling artist um musician uh, for old folks homes and and he uh, just kind of he gets a gig for Christmas and he's traveling somewhere in the backwoods and he has a breakdown in a very unsavory environment uh, this is on shutter it's uh creepy frustrating and perverse is how I'd call it perverse I saw another movie movie critic use the movie itself put me in a bad mood <laughs> but as one reviewer put it um, being perverse you cannot take your eyes off it I, I um, I couldn't take my eyes off of it, as much as I wanted to turn it off, like twelve separate times, and I had to know where it went. And that, that I agree with that. I say that, and the film critics said the same thing that it's just perverse. It's a weird movie, but you, like every time you're like, "Why am I watching this?" You got to see what's going to happen next, and it's just like, "Is it worth it?" Not really. If you want to get into a bad mood and feel really depressed, <laughs> um, normally I don't feel that way. But being you know stuck on a couch for all these months yeah it wasn't the thing to watch.
3: I don't know where you are with films like that but yeah i'll if if it feels like torture to watch it I'll shut it off
4: it, uh, yeah. watching someone's demise through like almost two hours is hard uh, yeah. <laughs> it's hard to watch uh, but where it goes is so weird and bizarre and I would love to ask that director what what he was thinking uh because <laughs> I can't even explain it. I, it
3: depends. It could be like your situation and you just sort of like power through it and <laughs> like oh it, it wish, had yeah. I wish I had that hour and a half or 2 hours back in back my and, life. You know. <laughs> it,
4: that's calvarie, the ordeal is is the translation. That sounds like a glowing review. Nah, it is for some people that want to, you know, feel that way. If you want to write, you know, a Trent Reznor type song. This is the movie for you, you know. This would help Trent write uh, Pretty Hate Machine Part Two, you know. This time it would be a dude that would be the Pretty Hate Machine. Uh, anyway, Evil Dead Rise. Did you watch it? No. Oh, we can't talk about that one yet, folks. But I thoroughly enjoyed it. Um, Did you
3: enjoy it more than the last mm, Evil Dead? Mm, the... mm.
4: Yes and no cuz the the other one was kind of a reboot of a similar situation. This situation is completely different.
3: But it was bloody as hell. It was the last one.
4: And this one too, buckets of is blood. It? Buckets of blood. They competed with the blood. I'd love to hear which one had more. Um not sure. This one definitely is up there. Uh but they give you the fear of family as opposed to just friends drinking and getting high on, mm-hmm. at a cabin. This is
3: a bunch of kids are in it. But the creative team Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously there's probably a new director, well, but, Sam the, Raimi and, um, but the and creative Campbell, team yeah. is there, right? They're, yeah. they're producing it oh, yeah, part of it.
4: Bruce, okay. Bruce Campbell is not in it, but he uh, there's an homage to him. It looks like he's going to be in, if there's another one after this, that he's coming back, I'm, I'm assuming. And I heard an interview with him where, yes, he wants to. He would never say no. Uh, and then you got um, Sam Raimi, of course. They're both producers on this. Um, uh, well, Bruce Campbell's a producer. It was well done, and it takes place in an apartment complex. And I like how it starts and ends somewhere completely different. And I'm just gonna leave it at that since you didn't see it. No spoilers here. But Evil Dead Rise gets two thumbs up. Didn't put me in a bad mood. Uh, somebody else watching it with me was kind of grossed out. <laughs> and they do go
3: to the point where you have kids involved. I think it's free for me to watch on one of the streaming platforms. It's now, on, so on HBO Max.
4: Go or max we I just watched you know.
3: uh that 65 movie
4: oh i was gonna watch that
3: it was like a sci-fi sort of dinosaur am, am, movie am i gonna
4: waste my time um i am, am, I, am you might oh, yeah. shit. i could tell right away that I, my problem with the jurassic park films and the only problem i have is they should just title them all we got to save the kids and I've talked about this before, because <laughs> as soon as I see that there's a kid in the cast, I don't want to see the movie, yeah. because Spielberg has <laughs> to save the kid at the end. They have to, and the kids always have to have some superpower. <laughs> uh, I can't stand that, because the books, Crichton, good books. Um,
3: they took it to Disneyland, and uh, you know who's going to die, who's going to live in a Jurassic Park. Film. I think there was a lot of, for me, there was a lot of promise there, but. Uh... Not a lot of delivery. No, yeah. I I love the dinosaurs. I love the munching. I actually like the second one best
4: because there's a lot oh, of munching. I,
3: in Jurassic Park. I love. I'm yeah, not talking about oh, that. I'm talking about oh, Sixty five. 65. <laughs> 65.
4: Yeah, yeah. I like. I, I I do love the Jurassic. I like the Jurassic Park movies. I have a problem with films that tell me in the beginning, you know, if somebody does something on the sly, Spielberg's going to kill them.
3: There's no real setup. I mean, there's there's a uh, you get kind of thrust into mm-hmm. like something you don't quite understand, like. Yep. Okay, he's he's going on a mission, but this is sixty five we're talking about. But but why, you know? And and then it just sort of, you know, uh, mm. it it very I, I felt it in my opinion under deliver.
4: I'm leery of it because there's a kid in it, and uh, that you're wise to be leery. Yeah, because then it's just going to become another we got to save the kid, in um, that's why I liked Evil Dead Rise. They did have to save the kids. Do they all make it? I'm not going to answer that. Um, they they played a dangerous game with family in that movie. Um, I always wanted a Jurassic Park. If you read the books, there was some, especially uh, the second one, Lost World, a family does crash on the island and bad things happen, but they Spielberg that up too. Even Craigton did it in his books. Um, but yeah, like what I was trying to say is like with Spielberg, he goes caveman theory, which I call shit. Um, through the years growing up watching dinosaur movies, as soon as the cavemen showed up in a dinosaur movie, I was out. Yeah. I was out. Well for Spielberg, it's the bad guys there's always bad humans, the Frankenstein theory, <laughs> and they show up they're worse than the dinosaurs, I don't want that. That means your dinosaurs aren't scary enough, and um, I'm out. So 65 looks like it might be the same problem
3: for me but I'm... I saw two other movies. Oh, let's big, go. Big movies. Okay. I saw The Flash.
4: Oh, and My Ezra, wife. Ezra Miller lost his mind. Yeah, he did. Yeah.
3: Did did he ruin the movie? No no, I mean okay. for me, I, I went into the movie wanting to see Michael Keaton as Batman. Yes, I'm in. And he delivered. Oh, that's what I hear. It was fantastic. Sweet. Yeah. Yeah. And and I'm a fan of the director too and his uh his wife, the machetes you know they they did the it movies the remakes chapter oh, 1 and okay. chapter 2 Oh yeah man yeah and uh I thought they did a, I thought they did that the flash movie really well Granted Ezra Miller Miller has yeah. you know quite a bit of issues in his personal life but he, he um, pulled a Shia beef Yeah yeah he really did And then we saw or not we we saw the flash but I went and saw the new uh Dial Destiny the new Indian oh I enjoyed that it was amazing yeah it was fun that was
4: fun throwback it is my third favorite now okay yes I'm gonna go the
3: Raiders Crusade and now the last one so
4: odd numbers I may
3: catch a lot of flack for this but I really 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 like um, Temple of Doom no the one that the um, Kingdom of the Crystal Skull I liked it you're not
4: gonna catch flack for me I liked it it was brutalized I go- I want it made me want to watch it again. But as far as I'm concerned, it's the odd numbers for indie uh films are the best for me in the order that they came out. Um but no, I like the, the skull one. I'm I
3: like of- Temple Doom of and I think Temple Doom is a great sequel. Gets a lot of fl- a prequel actually, but oh, yeah. but <laughs> it but it gets it gets a lot of flack because they went like they tried to go um I read something recently about they tried to go like let's let's go a little bit dark like um, the Empire strikes back, yeah, and uh, they 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 felt like in the end result they they went a little too dark a little too horror Yeah. Um, which there definitely are a lot of horror elements in. No, that movie. pulling
4: hearts out was a big. They they almost got an R rating for that. I think that was the movie that created the PG-13 rating. It is. It
3: is the movie that created yeah. The PG-13.
4: Yeah. 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 You just can't do that with kids. Oh, eating brain, monkey brains, and all the eat, bug eating and stuff. So, <laughs> um, yeah, I've talked about that movie a few, and that scene at the dinner yeah. table and how it actually uh, infuriated some Indian friends of mine. <laughs> um, yeah. Sorry, Anu, Shalandra, and. Uh, they were really pissed about it. They are like, we don't do that. I, I know, I know it's a movie. Spiel- Blame Spielberg. It's entertainment. Yes. and uh, Just I knew, keep it as that. If, if you're listening on Arag, <laughs> uh, yeah, I still agree that, that that scene is kind of offensive. Oh, uh, yes. And Harbosh, he's another guy. He's a Sikh friend of mine. He was a fraternity brother and he, they, they were all very offended by that scene. So, Spielberg may have to check himself at some point. <laughs> Anyhow, um, all right. listen man, on our next episode where you had Heather Taddy Um. We're going to be, uh, so two co hosts of mine, two of my favorite people, will be in the same room. And uh, we're going to be talking her ghostesses and UFOs. And uh, I want to thanks, thank John Young and D Factor for our, the soundtrack to our escape on Kettle Whistle Radio. The music you hear in the background is D Factor. And that guy is amazing, uh, John Young. Hit up D Factor if you can. I told him to put his stuff on Bandcamp. I don't think he's listening, <laughs> but he is listening. <laughs> so do it, man um anything in closing for you we're gonna go out with a song by robert john and the wreck thank you to peter noble productions we're gonna listen to west coast eyes which i think is a pretty song and to me for me it is a ballad as far as i'm concerned they would probably get mad about that because it's kind of also a rockin' tune What do you got in closing, Sean?
3: I just want to say that I'm really glad to have you back and I love your brother.
4: Oh, thanks, man. All right. Now the world knows that, too. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks, guys. And thank you, Sean, for being here and coming back. And we'll talk to you soon with Miss Heather Caddy.